The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. So we are talking about walking in redemption's resurrection power. A better future. Please put up the artwork for us one more time, um, projection. Without the resurrection power of Christ, you cannot experience the better future he has brought for you. And what I want to deal with by the grace of God is to help everyone to walk in God's power. Our redemption, the redemption we have in Christ, it's a redemption of power. Our salvation is a salvation of power. It was brought about by the power of God. It can only be sustained by the power of God. If you try to do Christianity without power, in fact, Apostle Paul said we should run away from you, that you're a fake Christian. He said, watch out for those people. They have the form of God, but they deny the power. He said, from such people, run away from them. They are not genuine Christians. They are not the authentic one. Every time there's a fake, it points to the fact that the real exists. The real Christianity, the real, and Christianity came out of redemption, the resurrection of Christ. It's a redemption and a salvation and a Christianity of power. Hallelujah. Revelations 5.12, one of my favorite texts in scriptures. Worthy is the lamb, the latter part of the verse, who was slain. The lamb that was slain was Jesus. He was slain on Calvary's cross. This is a story or a text about redemption. And it was a vision of heaven that John saw. And he said this was the song they were singing in heaven. You study the book of Revelation, the most prominent name that Jesus was called in heaven wasn't Jesus, wasn't king, wasn't warrior. It was lamb. I have many names. Olatunde, Olamide, and some other ones. Some people call me Olamide, particularly my godfather. But most people call me by Olatunde, or Tunde, or T, like you guys do here. In heaven, of all the names that Jesus has in the Bible, according to the vision of John in heaven, was the lamb. The same as the lamb. The lamb that was slain to receive and then they listed seven colors or seven properties or seven qualities of our redemption there this is what he received for us when he raised, was raised from the dead and the number one thing mentioned on that list was power it's a redemption of power it's a redemption of riches no christian ought to be broke can i hear someone declare by faith i'll never be broke another day in my life you are not talking like you hear what I'm saying this morning. I will never be broke another day in my life. Say it loud like every devil in, here, in hell hear you. I will never. The same way I will not live in sin or be dominated in sin by sin another day in my life. Why? The blood of Jesus has cleansed me from my sin. I will never be poor. Why? The blood of Jesus has brought riches for me. Praise God. It's a redemption of wisdom. It's a redemption of strength. You are not weak, you are strong. It's a redemption of honor, not shame, not reproach, not failure. Honor. 
like the whole world is honoring that prince, um, the, the, the king that died in UK. Honor. Everybody's saluting the man. Hey, hey, honor. That's how your life ought to be. Living or dead. It's a redemption of glory. Glory is everything that God is, everything that God has, everything God can do. God did not give you one quarter of the Holy Spirit. He gave you all of his Holy Spirit. God did not give you one quarter of his riches. He gave you all of his riches. God did not give you one quarter of his wisdom. He gave you all of his wisdom. God did not give you one quarter of his power. One quarter of God's power will be awesome. Hello, somebody. But he gave us all. He held nothing back. A redemption of glory. And it's also a redemption of blessing. We're going to focus on power this month. And how you can live in that power. And walk in that power. Praise God. We were saved. And we are saved. By God's power. Oh, you read scriptures that tell you you are saved by the blood of Jesus, correct? You read scriptures that tell you you are saved by the word of God, correct? You read scriptures that say you are saved by the spirit of God, correct? But it is also scripturally accurate. That you are saved, you are still being saved, or you are kept by the power of God. First Peter 1.5 Who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Somebody say, I'm saved by God's power. Come on, say it like you mean it. I'm saved by God's power. And I'm kept by God's power. Hallelujah. Take 10 seconds, lift your hands and give God praise for that right where you are seated. And let that sink into your heart and your mind this morning. I'm saved and I am kept by the... You know, that's why you should not be afraid. I, I taught you that in January. That's why you should have hope. What is keeping you up? See, our God is greater, he's stronger than any other. Nothing can contend with his power. Hallelujah. It is a miraculous power. It can do any kind of miracle. It is a resurrection power. It can raise the dead. That was the ultimate or the highest expression of that power. That Jesus, a man, died. There is no other person that has died that was raised from the dead like that again. No other religious leader, if you can call Jesus a religious leader. No other religion boasts that their God raised from, was raised from the dead. That's the hallmark of Christianity. Praise God. It is an uncontestable and undeniable power. Nobody can challenge God's power. If you see the devil on the street, ask him that anywhere the power of God is on display, whether he will try it. He did it once in heaven. He will never try it again. Hallelujah. And it is a dynamic power. This is where I'm going this morning. Dynamic. What do I mean by dynamic? It can do all manner of things. God told me there's a concern in his heart. This is the, the crux of this teaching. Please watch this very carefully. I'm just laying foundation this morning. The crux is that too many Christians are not walking and living in the power of God. It's a concern of heaven. Christians that are not Walking and living in the power. 
One of the reasons of such things is such Christians are not living their life in the spirit. We are discussing that on Wednesdays. We started last week. We'll continue. Again, if you are not joining us for the online midweek service, repent and be converted. That's one reason why some Christians don't walk in this power. You can only walk in this power by living in the spirit. If you live in the flesh, it will be death. The power of God will not work. So even though you are in the flesh, you must learn to live in the spirit. We are discussing that on Wednesdays. But another reason, or a major reason, is because of misconceptions about what the power of God is. And I want to quickly touch on that in the remaining few minutes I have this morning. Put up 1 Corinthians 4.20 for me. Let me quickly say this one more time. The kingdom of God. I love it when the Bible speaks like this. The kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. In other words, if you are not operating in power, sir, you are not operating in the kingdom. You can be praying, no, but you are not operating in the kingdom. If power is not there. When the Bible talks like this, you need to see what the Bible is saying. You can be singing, no, but if power is not there, you are not operating kingdom. You can be serving, no, if power is not there, you are not operating kingdom. You can be preaching, you can be giving, you can be doing everything. If power is not there, sir, it's not kingdom. You may be doing the fake. Satan may actually be using you to do the fake. Once the power of God is absent, it's not the kingdom of God anymore. So it's so important for all of us. You know, he said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, Matthew 6, 33. And all these things shall be added. Some people want all these things to be added. And they are doing their best to seek the kingdom, but they are not doing it with power. So they are not really seeking the kingdom. So the things are not being added. You must know how to live in power, sir. Praise God. The kingdom of God. And bless God, we are in the kingdom of God. It is not words. It is power. Or it's in power. If power is absent, it may not be kingdom. May we not find ourselves living in that kind of place in Jesus' name. Why do Christians not walk in power and live power? One major reason is misconceptions about the power of God. Particularly in a continent or a nation like ours in Africa. My perception, and correct me if I'm wrong, most people, the average person, when you say power, they are thinking about miracle. Healing power. So you will find... The churches or the ministries, and I'm not attacking any ministry, I'm not pulling them down. The places where there is maybe a display of people getting healed, instant miracles happening, or all kind of uh, miraculous things happening, a lot of people flock to those kind of places, flock to those kind of meetings, because in their mind, that is power. And they are not wrong. Let me even say this way, they are correct, but they are just not complete. And one of the worst lies the devil can sell to you is a half lie. 
one of the worst lies he can tell you is a half lie. He's not he's deceiving you, but he's not by telling you a complete lie. If you can be convinced that power means, hey, boom, power, fall down, power, and that's what power is. And that's the powerful man of God. You are deceived. You are not wrong. Your definition is just incomplete. Healing power. Raising from the dead. Hey, the man of God pointed at me and the disease left away and all those things. It's one expression. Somebody say one. It's a powerful expression. It's a much needed expression. But it's just one expression of God's power. That that is not happening doesn't mean the power of God is not in your life or in the church or in the man of God. No. You will spend probably your whole lifetime to convince Africans about that. So, I'm not even trying. I will just focus on you guys here. And that is the, those of you that want to be interested in what I'm saying. You know? it, it should bother us where there are other people that are serving God. And God is doing amazing things in their life. And they are not doing those things. In fact, there are some denominations that will tell you God has stopped healing. That the, the last miracle happened with the last apostle. And that's what they teach. And God is still there. And they are still doing powerful, if you know what power means. Powerful things. Some people say there is no power there. Who told you that? There is no miracle healing power there. But it doesn't mean there is no power there. Hello? A few scriptures. Thank God we have the Bible. And we are all reading the same Bible. Deuteronomy 8.18 you shall remember the Lord your God. For it is he who gives you to make fun of anybody or abuse anybody. The African Christians that are going to wealthy nations. The, the miracle power is in their own country. But there's no wealth there. <laughs> because somehow they have been trained that power is only when there is signs and wonders. No. Power is also wealth creation. And I can even argue that in our generation, perhaps we need that power more than healing miracle power. Now, we don't have to choose. I can do a test this morning. How many of you want financial miracle? How many of you want in here? But most people are not that sick. They are sick people, but they are not. I can guarantee you if I do a poll, I will have more people that are interested in wealth. So if you live a life that, hey, power is only where there is signs and wonders, miracle. You are deceived. There's a power for wealth. It is one expression of power. It's not the only one. Now, this is how the devil has deceived Christianity. So there are these um, denominations. No healing miracle. The last miracle happened with the apostle. And some of them are the wealthiest people. I won't mention any denomination. Wealthiest. Because they focus on this other expression. You don't have to. So that Satan will not kill you before your time with one uncurable disease. Then there are these other boys. Hey, signs and wonders. And they are broke. I mean, case in point, Nigeria. Third world countries. No wealth. The way wealth, look at the, the, the world, the, the developing have told us what wealth is. So we have raised a generation in this country, and part of it is because our Christianity is still young. You know, all our biggest churches, many of them, 
is still the founding pastor's generation that is still alive. Developed countries in Europe, and I mean, they've done Christianity for thousands of years. They've learned this thing. Now, some of them to an error, saying that there's no more miracle power, they are wrong. But equally wrong is the person that is thinking power is only signs and wonders. You are just, you are just on the other ditch. What God wants is for you to have both and have all. Dynamic in its working. When you need healing, it will provide. When you need wealth, it will provide. Power. So it's not until I start doing signs and wonders. Point my finger and a dead body. That, that's when I'm, I'm a powerful man. Wrong. Now, the pointing and Pastor Barry gets up and falls down. Man, that's power. I don't need to convince you about that. What I want to convince you is that that I'm not doing that doesn't mean I'm not powerful. Particularly in your own life. Because many of you are not going to point at somebody will get healed. Though. I hope you have figured that one out about your life yet. Because that's not what the power is for. Look at this text. I love this one. And I begin to close now. Micah 3.8. Truly, the prophet spoke. I've shared this scripture with you many times. I am full of what? How? By the Spirit of the Lord. We usually stop there. But watch what he said the power that he was full of was for. You will see that it's not healing the sick. It's not doing signs of wonders. My power is to what? I'm full of power. I'm full of justice. I'm full of might. We are focusing on power. To declare to Jacob his transgression and to Israel his sin. God gave me power to tell them you are living a rascal life. Do you know it takes power to do that? But like people that will stone you. Like they used to stone them. Jesus said that you, you are like your fathers. You killed all the prophets. It takes a power and boldness to tell people you are, what you are doing is wrong. The way you are living is wrong. He didn't have power to heal anybody. He did not heal anybody. He didn't have power to do any signs and wonders. Look at this text. John 10, 41. I love this one. Then many came to Jesus and said, John performed no sign. No miracle. They looked at the ministry of John. No dead was raised. No sick was healed. John performed no miracle. Of course, Jesus came performing miracles. And that's what I'm saying. But all the things John spoke about this man were true. Now, question. Was John the Baptist ministry a powerful ministry or not? I can't hear you. But there were no signs and wonders in his ministry. That wasn't what the power that was working in him was for. His, his ministry was like Micah's ministry, to declare their transgression and to point them that the Christ is coming. That was the power he had. Praise God. Power is not just for signs and wonders. If you can disabuse your mind of that revelation, your life will go to another level. You need power for your job tomorrow morning. You need power to raise your family well. You need power for your relationships. In fact, while you are struggling in those areas, you are not working in power. And the reason why you are not working in power and knowing how to work in power is because you think until you start giving word of knowledge and word of wisdom and raising the dead, that's when you are in power. You are wrong. And I pray that God will deliver you of that this season in Jesus' name. Let me close by just pointing to you simple and practical ways to walk in power. That you can start now. I'm deliberately going to avoid signs and wonders. Because signs and wonders and all that is not all there is to power. Number one, your confession. 
and your declaration. Like Micah. Like we do in church every Sunday morning. Do you know what Pastor Barry was doing? That thing we do. Because do you know you are releasing power? Many people don't know they are releasing power. And that's why they will leave church. They won't do it. Because they don't know. No devil is moving. No sick is rising. No mountain is parting. But I'm just speaking. I'm, I'm full of power to declare. This is my month of resurrection power. This is my season of restart. You, you say that with faith, you're activating power. Hallelujah. And that's so important, particularly for a season like this. Psalm 107 verses 1 and 2. Oh, give thanks unto people stranded, living powerless lives. Because of a misunderstanding of what power is. There's power in your tongue. The same power that raises us from the dead, it's in your mouth. The same power that heals the sick, it's in your mouth. The same power that does signs and wonders, it can be released through the words of your mouth. Psalm 8 and 2. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, God has ordained strength. That's talking about power there. You will see it with the next words. Because of your enemies. That's Psalm 107 we read. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Their confession, whom he has redeemed from the hands of the enemy. Psalm 107 verse 2. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, Psalm 8 verse 2. He has ordained strength to steal because of the avenger that he may silence the enemy. And the avenger. I can walk in power through the words of my mouth. Resurrection power. Hello? And for good measure, I will give you the second one. You also walk in power through your thanksgiving, your praise, your worship, and your gratitude. Look at that Psalm 107 again. The first verse. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. When we give thanks to the Lord, we are activating the Lord's power. That's what we were doing yesterday. And that's why we're going to be having those services. So, Thank God for the 10, 15 minutes we do on a Sunday morning, but that's not the best way to maximize. You stay there. It's not the first day you confess that I'm reading that you see it. Like I was saying on Wednesday, these things work in cycles. Stay with it. Because you know this is the power. This is the switch. It's not the first day you sing and you dance on an empty grave that you see manifestation, but stay with it. Your thanksgiving, your praise, Hallelujah. That's what he was saying. That's Psalm 8 verse 2. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings. Praise God. He has ordained praise. Rise on your feet. Lift your hands this morning. I've given God the best way you can. Knowing that your praise. You don't need a fancy dance step. You just need to dance. You don't need a fancy song. You just need to sing. You don't need fancy music or voice. You just need to praise. My praise carries power. My word carries power. David understood these things. Oh, Nosa was telling us yesterday. David has more revelation than most new creation Christians. Look at what he said in Psalm 23. You are holy enthroned on the praises of Israel. Enthronement is sitting in authority, sitting in power on our praise. When we praise, we enthrone him. Somebody open your mouth and give God praise this morning. Shandabo Satayala Baba. Give him praise. 
Give him praise. There's power in my praise. There's power in my words. There's power in my thanksgiving. John 11 from verse 40 to verse 44, I believe. Jesus came and stood at the tomb of Lazarus. And he said, Father, I thank you that you hear me. I know you always hear me. And then he called Lazarus forth. He activated that resurrection power on behalf of Lazarus by thanking God. There is power in my thanks. Look at me, I close with this verse. And then I'm going to give you like one more minute to praise God. Psalm 21 verse 3. Another amazing insight of David. Be exalted, O Lord. Somebody shout, be exalted, O Lord. I can't hear you. That's not a shout. Be exalted, O Lord. In your own strength. And because you are exalted in your own strength, we will sing praises. Or we will sing and praise your power. He has made the connection. My praise activates his power. My praise, my thanksgiving, my rejoicing, my gratitude activates God's power. If you understand that, I give you one minute. Go ahead and give God praise this morning. Kena Musata Give him praise. Give him praise. Right where you are. Give him praise. 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 One more minute. Just bless God. Bless God. And learn to make it a lifestyle. Make it a lifestyle of opening your mouth to declare. Let the redeemed of the Lord say they are the redeemed of the Lord. Let the healed of the Lord say they are the healed of the Lord. Let the prosperous of the Lord say they are the prosperous of the Lord. Let the forgiving of the Lord say they are the forgiving of the Lord. Say it, say it, say it. Praise him, praise him, praise him. Tenamo sataya la baba baba baba. Oh, yakala baga sakata payala baby baby. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you the praise. And I decree a new release and new expressions of divine resurrection power in your life and upon your life in this season. You will never be the same again. As you consciously walk in the power of Christ, you will begin to see amazing results. As you declare his word over your life and as you sing his praises in your life, you will see God do amazing things for you. In Jesus' mighty name. Let somebody that believes give the Lord a loud shout of praise. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 0000640.